Thank you for joining. Wonderful night, everybody. Just Noise with Doc and M. Greasy, Marcus Green. Thank you for joining us from Houston, Texas. Third Coast Raider Nation, Death Star founder of the Booster Club in Enemy Terrain. It's a pleasure to have you in, man. You're a very hard worker. It's a pleasure to work with you, my man. How's the family doing? Man, if everything's going right, you know, love it. Uh, back to being the fold, you know, we did this many moons ago and uh, it, it feels great to be back in the saddle. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Definitely, definitely, man. Uh, like I said, man, it's, it's you're a very, very hard worker, man. I'm, I'm happy to have you as my co-host my co and, and, and let's get it, man. Kyrie Irving. What are you thinking, young man? This is our first take for today. Kyrie Irving, what are you thinking? I don't get it. I don't really have an opinion, good or bad. I'm indifferent. I just want to know what's going on. You didn't show up for the bubble. Just kind of packed it in early. We didn't get it. Pandemic. We had never experienced anything like this, not in our lifetime. Didn't want to go to the bubble for the safety and protection of your family. And I get it. Family first and health over everything. You know, first and foremost. But now it's 2021, modern science, modern technology, science is science. And this is no knock on anybody that's not vaccinated or the people that are vaccinated. One's not better than the other, but science shows that those that are vaccinated, you know, not to say that you can't catch it or you can't pass it, but it's a pretty good chance you won't end up in the hospital from what I've seen and from what I heard. I don't want to get into the vaccine. I don't care about COVID and vaccine. We talk about sports here. I'm just, I'm just rhetorically putting it out. Kyrie, what are you, what are you, where are you at? What are you thinking? Just my thoughts, you know, just, just talking points, something to talk about. But Uncle Drew, you got to make a decision. You got to make a decision. And if you, you don't love basketball because you know basketball doesn't love you, then that's fine. The GOAT, Tom Brady. He went down in Kansas City, took a pretty low shot to the knee, and they rolled him off on the cart. Came back on after commercial break, and the referee blew the whistle and said, play ball. The game is not going to stop for anybody. Those shields don't love you. They just, they just, they'll find another one, and that's just, the, that's just the facts of life. But you get paid handsomely. Just like I said, just rhetorical is Kyrie. I don't know. Are you, are you trying to play the smartest guy in the room? If that's the case, you know, I think that old act is getting kind of old. Just go with the flow. If you want to play ball or you don't, but you can't game them, you know, you have a right not to show up to work and they have a right to say that you need to take this vaccination in order to go to work. Just the facts of life, folks. I think Kyrie needs to grow up in this situation. Just my opinion. Doc, I, I'm, I'm totally on board with you. This, this is not the first time we've seen something of this nature from Kyrie Irving. Uh, the thing about it is, as in any business entity, there's choices and options. Yes, I know he's holding on to the fact that the NBA said they would not force the players to uh, be vaccinated. But, sir, I want you to know that the thing about it is you either going to play or you're not. That's it. And, and with the New York mandate, you, you know you got 41 home games. You playing the Knicks uh, once or twice, both for uh, Eastern Conference Pro, uh, foes within that uh, division. The thing about it, Kyrie, is if you're going to sit out, it's over 300 plus K. Think about it as being essential. 
We have doctors, nurses, truck drivers, manufacturers, all these people are essential. And they're not getting 300 plus K a day. So Kyrie, I, going forward, I don't want to hear anything about uh, they stopped you from feeding your family. Sir, the choice was yours. Absolutely. And, and just like the aforementioned, they made a choice. And the choice was to feed their families. And I hope everyone, uh, all the truck drivers, nurses, everyone out there, uh, you know, being safe and, uh, you know, God bless. But but we talk sports here. We talk sports. Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely, my man. Like I said, Kyrie, no bones about it. I've seen you work outside, inside the community, outside of basketball. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. I have no bones about it. And if you're in touch with a higher purpose, so be it. But you can't have it both ways. And to me, it kind of looks like you're running game. That's just, that's just, that's just. Or maybe it's a foreshadow to life after basketball. Absolutely. Into politics and the issues. And I'm, I'm just putting it out there, Doc. I'm I'm just putting it out there. Uh, uh, No problem, no problem, Greasy. I actually like that word, foreshadowing. Speaking of foreshadowing, we're moving on to the Los Angeles Chargers going out east to take on the Baltimore Ravens. That's a 12 o'clock kickoff on CBS. Who are you leaning towards in that contest? Towards that, I want to get into uh, Justin Herbert, you know, with the MVP-type caliber numbers, looking good. Him and Heckler, the running game. But this defense right here is something that's consistent. The Raiders, we're trying to come from the bottom at least be a middle of the pack, possibly a top 10. That That's that's a defense in, in development. The Browns is Jekyll and Hyde. We don't know what we're going to get week in, week out. But it's one thing about this Ravens defense. It's consistent. Moving on to the offensive side of the ball with, with Lamar Jackson, you have to account for Lamar. When the play breaks down, it's 89 and 10. Hollywood Brown, uh, Andrew. This is what the uh, third, fourth short manager. This is what this team is. And this is not Patrick Mahomes, Baker Mayfield, or even Derek Carr. This guy is an athlete playing quarterback. And he is something that has to be contained. Like I said, whether it's a spy or, or, or the brackets, you have to account for this, this quarterback. Or Excellent. he will make you pay Excellent analysis. Excellent analysis. Um, I think he's actually um, he's progressing. I don't think he's an athlete playing quarterback anymore. I think he's getting more comfortable with his second, second and third reads. I mean, kind of the defensive coordinators, they kind of figured out, you know, last year after his MVP season, hey, Lamar's looking for Andrews in the red zone. I watched a couple games, texted a couple buddies of mine, hey, Lamar's going to throw it to Andrews, and he threw an interception in the end zone. So I think he's progressing. To where he is the ultimate weapon, dual threat. Um, it's going to be a pretty good game. Both teams coming in at four and one. Uh, two MVP type quarterbacks. Justin uh, Justin Herbert is no slouch at all. He's got Keenan Allen and, and Austin Eckler. Those boys out there balling. Mike Williams. Uh, the key, Mike Williams, the key to the game is going to be Joey Bosa and, and his ability for the San Diego defense to contain them all. Because like you said, the average playing in the NFL. It's designed and it's going to work for maybe two and a half seconds if you get good blocking. Most of those players are going to break down. And that's when you have to improvise and you have to have the quarterback that can process the information fastly. And if all else fails, 
you got the ultimate weapon. If you like you said, you have to account if you have to account for the quarterback running, that's a tremendous um Tremendous advantage for the offense. Um, the Baltimore defense, it's not 2000. It's not Rod Woodson and and, and and Sam Adams, Ray Lewis, Tony Saragusa, Chris McGowan. It's none of those guys, but, hey, it's tough. Calais Campbell, they got some players on there. They're stout against the run. They give them some plays in the secondary, but who doesn't? It's a passing league now. Um, I'm going to go Baltimore. I'm going to go Baltimore. I'm going to go Baltimore, excuse me, 29-24. I think they get the dub, moving to 5-1. And, and and I agree with you on that, being the fact that Baltimore with this fourth-ranked defense, and we forgot about Justin Tucker. So if this ball game gets close, we have someone that's money in the bank. I'm going Baltimore. I'm thinking like 21-20 or uh, or something like uh, 17-14. Okay. I, 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 it's, it's going to be a, a close affair, uh, low scoring. I'd more than likely take uh, the under on this game. Uh, but I like Baltimore. I like Baltimore right. in a close I see, I see, I see you leaning towards the defenses on this one. That's not a bad analysis at all. It's, like I said, it's definitely going to be an interesting game. I'm just picking Baltimore because they're at home. So if it was out west, maybe a later, uh, you know, later, later window kickoff, and Baltimore had to travel out west, I, I would definitely, I would definitely roll with Los Angeles Chargers in this one. But I'm gonna go with Baltimore at home. Moving on next, another game coming on at 12 o'clock noon. This one will be on Fox. Got the oldest rivalry in the NFL, the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers traveling to Chicago to take on Khalil Mack and the Chicago Bears. The Bears. The Bears, the Bears. You know, it's the oldest rivalry in the NFL. You kind of want to see them, you know, you know, knuckle knuckle up a little bit like they used to call it the the black and blue division, the Norris division. Yes. Uh, I'm rolling with Chicago on this one. I picked them at the beginning of the year to win the division. I picked them at the winning the, uh, to win at the beginning of the year, the division at least, because I saw them play the Saints pretty tough in 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 the dome. The crowd wasn't there, but just the fact that the Bears really had an incompetent offense last year. Uh, they didn't have a competent quarterback. They got in third and five and third and six, and it was kind of like quarterback couldn't make the plays, and the defenses get tired. Khalil Mack and those boys, they're, they're going to get out to Aaron Rodgers, and I think Justin Fields is confident enough to, like you said, some Lamar Jackson type. He can he can make the play um, if it breaks down. He can beat you with his legs. He can keep the chains moving and give the defense rest. Uh, and I think Khalil Mack is going to expose some of the trouble. Well, Khalil Mack and the Bears, Eddie Jackson and those boys, I think they're going to um, expose some of the trouble that Aaron Rodgers and the Packers are having on defense. Cincinnati got out them pretty good in a Missed field goal uh, slugfest last week up in Ohio. But uh, Aaron Jones is a little banged up. He's nursing a tender ankle. A.J. Dillon's feeling in for him. I think if the pass rush gets to him, uh, it, could be, it could be a tough day for Aaron Rodgers. Of course, they got Devontae Adams on the outside. I don't think the Bears want to see him. I don't think too many defensive backs in the NFL want to see him. But I think in this situation, the Bears at home, early season, Justin Fields, the game kind of slowed down. I think Khalil Mack and the Chicago Bears pass rush is going to be just a little bit too tough. I'm going to go Bears 26, Packers 17. Okay, okay. I'm a, I, I, I understand you uh, with the Bears. Uh, 
you know, the Bears, um, it's almost like the 86 Giants. Uh, you have this fabulous defense, ball control offense, same thing with the 2000 Ravens, um, with all this, uh, that front seven and um, being able to uh, control the clock, T.O.P., time of possession. But uh, let's talk about Aaron Rodgers. Uh, yes, yes sir. This NFC North division, this black and blue division, 54 uh, 19 and 1. Can I ask you, uh, almost half of those wins, where did they come from? I uh, see where you're going with this. I see exactly where you're going with this. They beat up on the Bears. Aaron Rodgers has made a living off feasting on the Bears. So I see where you're going. Aaron Rodgers has feasted your uh, regular season with one postseason <laughs> game, 21 yeah. and 5. I think that says it all. 6,013 right. yards, 55 touchdowns. Right. Uh, 10 interceptions, 107.2 QB rating. This is Aaron Rodgers. Last time I could have, I gave homage to that defense was when that, that, that Super Bowl title, when Charles Woodson broke the shoulder in, or collarbone in the Super Bowl. That was the right. last time. I mean, last year was decent year for that. that that's fine, but. At the end of the day, I, I still think it's like the cheese heads and Swiss cheese. You can run all through it, this and that. And Chicago could do that. But this is Aaron Rodgers. He has a stigma. It, uh, he owns this division. It's all about Aaron. It, it, it wasn't about Matthew or any Bears. That I, Sid Luckman, probably the last quarterback, and excluding uh, Jim McMahon and maybe with the Vikings, Tommy Kramer, uh, X out uh, Cole Pepper uh, Cunningham, but this is Aaron Rodgers, and uh, I'm going to be practicing this one 27-13 um, at Soldier Field. Okay, so I, I see, I see, I see you leaning, uh, you leaning towards a uh, kind of a Green Bay pulls away at the end kind of game, and and why is that? It's just is it. it the Aaron Rodgers factor. The Aaron Rodgers factor. The I Aaron Rodgers guy, Because before Aaron Jones, I mean, we can't name a running back that could possibly make the Hall of Fame. This is what it is. Whether, it's the, whether it's the Devontae Adams, the Donald Drivers on the outside, all this. It, he makes it happen. He makes Aaron it happen. Makes it happen. Hey, California I, kid. He's a California kid. He is California cool. Why the 49ers didn't make a play for him, it baffles me. But I tell you this, Aaron Rodgers is probably, he's probably top two or three gifted quarterbacks that we have seen. And I'm talking about just straight physical tools. Montana and Brady, they're not necessarily, you know, the most mobile, not necessarily the most uh, rocket-armed or strong-armed quarterbacks. You know, Brady and Montana, those quarterbacks, they they process the information quickly. They knew the second and third read before the ball was even snapped. But as far as pure gifts, uh, it's Dan Marino, Warren Moon, and uh, Aaron Rodgers is right up there with him. And, and how Green Bay has only gotten one Super Bowl out of that, that's beyond me. That's a different story. But moving on, college football. Okay. They're traveling to Athens, Georgia to take on the number one ranked Georgia Bulldogs. That's a 2.30 central kickoff. 3.30 in the east. That'll be on CBS. SEC Junior, as I like to call it. Those boys pretty much have that 
have that station on lock. It's not. It's, it's not. It's, this is not basketball, and this is not John Calipari and John Rollins, and Demarcus Cousins against some of the players that have played for Georgia, Dominique Wilkins, you know, some of those guys. Georgia's defense, I called them unconscious last week. I don't even have a word for them this week. I took a screenshot on the TV. I was watching them flipping through my apps over the weekend, and Auburn had five or six single-digit yards rushing in the third quarter. And I know Rodriguez and Mark Stoops, they're physical. They're going to play tough. Stoops is Stoops. The family, those guys from coasting ball. Um, you know, Kentucky's it's a nice story. They did they did they did beat Florida. You know, they did beat LSU. But yeah, this is different. This is Georgia. Um yeah. Uh Nicobe Dean, Jordan Davis, yeah, those guys in the depth on the front line, that front seven, anytime you get out the quarterback, you can make it kind of difficult. Yeah. Second quarter, I think emotion can take you so long. I'm not looking I might end up having to flip this one off. So yeah, Kentucky, I don't, I don't think they last too long. I'm going to go Dogs 31, Kentucky 14, 17, but it's, yeah. Um, Georgia's not 23 and a half point better than Kentucky, but yeah, Kentucky. Yeah, nice story, but yeah, you're in, a, in, in for a dose of what they call cold reality. And I, <laughs> I think about 440. Yeah, I think about 4.45 Central Time, 5.45 in the East. You're going to realize it's just different. Georgia's going to send a bunch of players on that defense to the NFL. Yeah, Georgia in the Georgia, Georgia in the pull-away, Georgia rolls. And, Doc, I'm going to piggyback off of you. Uh, I'm going to have to put my glasses on. <laughs> Kentucky shows me something different. I want to see something different. Right, 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 right. And, and this kid, Chris Rodriguez, has pretty much feasted, except for this Chattanooga game, uh, week three, with only 46 yards rushing. And But other than that, week one was Louisiana Monroe. We know what that is, the uh, 25, right. 125 yards, one touchdown. And when I say feasted, now I'm going to bring in Missouri, to which it was – 207 yards, two touchdowns, South Carolina, uh, 144. The Florida defense gave up 99 to him, one touchdown. And LSU, uh, 147 one, uh, with uh, one touchdown. The thing about it is this. Something has to give this weekend, tomorrow. Something has gotcha. to give. Gotcha. It, 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 it. And I'm going to have my glasses on because I want <laughs> you to show me something. Right. And if you don't show me something and and this score is looking 34 to 7, I'm channel surfing. Channel surfing, channel surfing. Channel surfing, channel surfing. I'm trying to see what the Bayou Bengals are doing. Nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it at all. Moving on to the last take of the night. Chucky, 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 John Gruden. Now, I think it's only appropriate with you having a booster club in Houston, Texas, third coach Raider Nation Death Star. I think it's only appropriate that you lead this segment and, and, and ooh, oh boy, tell us exactly what your thoughts on and how has it affected the team? I thought it affected the team in Chicago with that cloud over their head. But I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. Well, uh, before I get into the thoughts about uh, 
uh, Chucky, um, you know, um, being a Raider fan is a Raider uh, is a way of life. Uh, you know, we bleed silver and black, and that's why I took interest in uh, reaching out. Uh, you know, going through the proper channels, establishing Third Coast Raider Nation um, email and the. Um, and mailing letters. Uh, the thing about it is, I've witnessed many booster clubs, whether it was other Raider Nations or Packers Bears, as we previously spoke about. And I want us, and it, it's not a me thing. It, I, I want the members to be have a better experience. This is this is your booster club just as much as it's mine and coming up you know we we have the perfect um season you know um we're going to be doing a lot of community involvement coming up and um a lot of giveaways whatnot we're just getting it off the ground as opposed to last month and the thing about it i want the experience to be better enjoyable everybody to come out have a good time uh, whether you're the opposing team or not. And uh, that's what we're doing at uh, Third Coast, Death Star, the Raider Nation. All uh, right. My, and my co-founders, um, Jay Miles, Anton Ingram, Howard Hines. Uh, we're going to make this very interesting. And when that page is up, updated um, at Raiders.com, and you go search Houston, you will see there's only one official boost club out here. Right on, right on. You know, no knock on anybody else. No knock right on. No hard feeling, much respect, doing what you got to do, no matter right. what team you supporting out here, but we're official, we're official. Official, official, official. You don't have to be a Raiders fan to check it out. I actually checked it out myself on the social. Facebook, Raider Nation, Third Coast Death Star. Pretty interesting group. Just showing showing some Cali love and enemy terrain. Like I say, you don't have to necessarily be a Raiders fan, but if you're just a fan of the game, check out the different out of different cultures and the different different sections of the country. Celebrate football. Chucky, Chucky, Chucky. Uh Man, started off as hard. <laughs> started off as one email, and and it escalated very quickly to six hundred fifty thousand emails. Fool me once, fool me once. Six hundred fifty thousand. That's who you are. I don't want to get into it too much. It's just it's a bad situation. I think Gruden is the fall guy for a bigger cover up. Had a Good old boys club going out there in Maryland with Bruce Allen and Snyder and those boys, and I think it's kind of shady. I can see right through the retirement of the late great Sean Taylor, rest in peace, by the Washington football team. Uh, yeah, just a bad situation uh, overall around. It, it damages the shield. I'm not a I've never played professional football, but for the fans of the game, we, we just don't want to see that. We just don't want to see that. Um, we want to enjoy the games. 
we don't want to see we, we don't want to see racism and and uh, the slurring and the misogyny and the degrading of, of women in the professional football uh, or any in any aspect of life. I don't stand for that. Um, yeah, Chucky, I, I, I don't even have the words anymore, man. I, I totally agree with you. I don't condone anything. Like I said, uh, like you stated, it started out with one. We go to six fifty. One, I give you credibility because it was. 11 years ago people changed but 650 this is who you are i think the raiders as a whole uh all the assistants will be kept in uh place uh assistant coach rich rich will step step up and uh the broncos coming into town three powder puffs they played in the beginning the, the schedule got serious for them with the Ravens and the Steelers. They two straight losses. The Raiders gonna come in. They gonna regroup. They gonna do this uh, for the nation. Uh, that's where the love lies, and uh, they're rolling. Raiders, Raiders will be all right. Raiders will Ra- be all right. Absolutely, the Raiders will be fine. The Raiders will be fine. Um, it's kind of like the Knicks in basketball. Football's better when the Raiders are good. It's just yes. it's, it's just one of the things. Football's a, football is better when the Raiders are good. Cowboys, and it is what it is. The Knicks, you want to see the Knicks, you want to see the Lakers, and you want to see the Celtics do good. Certain teams, you just want to see in the playoffs. You want to see them make some noise. So in that aspect, I totally agree. The Raiders will be fine. Tough game against Denver. I want to, it'd be interesting to see how they uh, how they uh, respond with that cloud hanging over over their head but yeah good riddance John Gruden yeah I mean just good riddance my man and wow good luck. unbelievable good good, yeah, luck, good luck good luck yeah. on my end good luck yeah yeah you never know and you never know but once again thanks everybody for joining Doc Marcus Green Greasy tonight special shout out to Ebony George Jones of Worldwide Youth Events Tron Collins and Kenny Jordan next door at Anchor and Spotify Right now with J-Rock and KJ's. Good show. Check them out. Once again, join us every Friday night. Anchor, 8 p.m. Also on Spotify. Then again, it's just noise.